Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Ad Skills Pro podcast, where we interview top media buyers and where they share with us their real life case studies. And of course, the best part of this show is that we let you know at the end how you can contact these media buyers and hire them to work on your campaigns. Uh, today, I am here with Dustin McGrorty. Hey, Dustin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. Neighbor down the street from me in uh, San Antonio, Texas. I'm up here in Austin. That's so cool. Yeah, for sure. And um, tell me about how you got started in media buying, what your interest was there, or maybe even I love to hear those stories about what people were doing before media buying that kind of led them in this direction. Sure. Yeah. So probably about 2008, I was selling lumber. Uh, for a living, like barely making 40 grand a year and 80 hours a week. And in 2010, my dad asked me to come back and work with him in his online business. So he has a gardening business where we um, sell info products to people. And um, so he wanted me to come back, take over the, the internet side of that business. So that's kind of how I got into really digital marketing and, you know, media buying um, after that. So you start, you came back to learn it, to apply it and start using it in your dad's business. And then that it it became, that became more of a passion for you than just doing it for one business than buying itself. Yeah. We like 2012, um, like he grew that whole business with paid traffic. So like spending like 10 grand a month on AdWords until we got banned, of course, and then uh, moved over to Facebook and quickly scaled it to 10 grand there and also got banned there. But I was doing uh, my own affiliate businesses at the same time, building email lists um, for just a, a number of different niches that I was in and wanted to, to learn paid traffic outside of just what we were doing. And it was kind of tough what we were doing anyways to turn a, an ROI because it wasn't really a, a product that people were searching for. It was more of a, like a business opportunity and mm-hmm. um, it was just a tough sell. So I kind of took the same skills that I learned from that and then applied them to my affiliate businesses. What was it particularly about media buying that you enjoyed? Was it that it was helping you to grow businesses um, or was there some interest in the details, the data and the numbers or? Yeah, like I'm a a numbers guy, like 100%. So any, it's like simple math. You know, if you can put a dollar in and make two out, like how many dollars can you find? So that's really like, that's my passion is, is being able to, make the numbers work and, and buy traffic profitably. So at the point that you were helping your dad with the internet side of business or when you were kind of honing up your craft or your skills in media buying, at some point I'm guessing you stumbled upon at the ad skills community mm-hmm. or courses. I, I know it's a, a bit of a selfish question to be asking, but um, I'm curious how you came across us or, you know, and what, what benefit the ad skills pro community has um, helped you or has contributed so that you could reach. Right. Yeah. For, I mean, followed Justin forever from the minute that I, you know, went to Google and searched, how do you, you know, buy traffic on Facebook or something like that? Justin was just all over the place. After we got banned from both Google and Facebook, we were kind of forced to find some cheaper, less, more lenient alternative sources. So I started getting into like pay-per-view, like PPV traffic. Native ads is really what I was interested in the most just because of the amount of volume that was out there. And I didn't know a lot about it. So at the time, Justin had a bulletproof uh, native ads course and I stumbled onto that somehow. I don't remember, but I went through that and it just, you know, like light bulb went off. And from there I went pretty much bought everything that Justin created and it was in still in, in the pro league and just a, 
like so many really, really smart people in that group, you're, you're just foolish to not be a part of it because you're basically losing money or missing out on a, like just a ton of money by uh, not being there. So, you know, I was forced to, to find some alternative traffic sources and found Justin and really took off with native ads and ended up kind of starting my own little agency to kind of a few different clients. And actually I took the media buying master's course, I think it was. And um, within like two weeks of getting certified, I had both ClickFunnels and Agora wanting to hire me full time. So like that was pretty insane, but I decided to go more of the agency uh, model and ended up getting Agora as a client after that anyway. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Number two thing that we have yeah. uh, in, in common there. Well, that's cool. And so um, you got really hooked into it or you came into it to learn and then it turned, that's what kind of turned you on to doing it as an agency. How do you lean now on the Ad Skills Pro community um, with your agency and the clients that you have? Yeah, well, now? so I, I kind of slowed down with the agency and, and slowly started moving back to my own businesses and using that knowledge to grow my own businesses, email lists and stuff. Email is really my main focus with any business that I start just because it's, it's just an asset. You know, it's the way that I feel is it's dumb to spend a dollar on traffic and not have something long-term from that. So that's really what I, what I focus on now are my own businesses. So my affiliate businesses, and then of course you still have the gardening uh, business that does very well. So, nice. you know, I, I had a, a couple of really good clients for a long time and they were great. I just, you know, it's one of those things where I, I miss growing my own thing. And instead of, you know, helping somebody grow theirs, which is fun, but just a different type of thing. So, well, tell me about um, some of your takeaways from some of your best campaigns. If you're, you know, not really taking on clients, but working on building some of your own stuff right yeah. now, I'd love to hear about your bragworthy campaigns and things that you may have to share with other media buyers that are listening um, about how to do that. And I love that you mentioned that you focus on email. That's something that we don't t talk about all the time uh, on this show. So if you've got anything any campaigns around that that you'd love to share? I'd love to hear those as well. Yeah, for sure. So like one recently, which what, it never even was meant to like be this successful, but it just happened. I was actually on Facebook. Um, it was a strategy that I was using in my affiliate businesses for quite a while. It was working good. It's basically just, a, you know, it, like as marketers, we're so, I don't know the right word for it, but we're we, like, we've seen everything. So we kind of take everything for granted, but like the simple survey, like multi-step survey lead generation, works so well for local like local service based businesses and as a like even as media buyers we feel like we need to like look for clients that are like nationwide and you know we can only help somebody that's running ads in in the whole country but there's just tons and tons of money being made in just in cities like little tiny cities so my friend um, was starting a new business and he asked you know how can i get the word out so the strategy i was using in the affiliate business i'm like this would work you know perfect for the local based business and um, I actually got the strategy from Home Advisor. So I call it the Home Advisor method because they do the same thing. Um, okay. Send people straight from an ad to a multi-step survey and just ask them one question at a time. Start with this, like the simple no-brainer questions where it's a multiple choice thing. Like, um, you know, what's your zip code? That's, that's what they always lead with. But I always pick something like, is this a home or is this a business, like a commercial property? Um, and it's, you know, it's obvious, it's an obvious choice. They don't have to enter any information or anything like that. But really the secret sauce is the way that you create the ad. A lot of the, the local service based businesses go with like the free consultation method and everybody just kind of knows that's like a sales pitch in disguise. So 
people want to know how much it's going to cost them. That's it. They want to know the cost and they don't want to have to be sold after they know the cost. So if you can lead with start your free custom quote online, that's what I put in his ad and it works so well. You just, you know, once they get on the site, they're asked the question immediately. They keep getting asked questions. And at the end you ask for name, email, phone number, and you got that, that first half of the lead, basically follow up with them and get the rest of the information and get them a quote. You know, it just, it worked really well. So that Facebook campaign, um, within the first 90 days had 525 leads over $250,000 in sales for like a, an ad spend of less than 2,400 bucks. And I didn't really have any skin in the game. I was just helping him. You know, it only took me a few hours to set it up and he ran that thing for almost a year, never touched it, never touched the ad, not, nothing. It just kept working. That's really awesome. Yeah. It's sometimes when you're, you, you just never know. And it sounds like you were just setting something up and tinkering with it and going to see how it went. It right out the gate was one of those or one of, it was one of those out of the gate successes. And that's really great. I love that for local business um, that you mentioned that, that doing the, the survey and collecting the contact information, those micro commitments along the way in that multi-step survey, the further along they get, the more invested that they are, they feel required to put in that information at the end just to get the, yeah. Get the, yeah, like get, as soon get as the, it, get the that hit of adrenaline from what they've yeah, been. Yeah, like if you can get them to answer, like to answer at least one question, like eighty percent of them will finish it. It's mm, just the way nice. it works, and that's why you start. Like Home Advisor starts it by asking for a zip code, which to me is not the right thing to do because then they've got to manually punch something in instead of just answering a simple multiple choice question. I, you know, I didn't ask for a zip code. I don't even think at all in the first survey. So I did a second survey for them to ask like 26 other questions, but that was after they got the lead. So they could just keep following up with them at that point to get the rest of the information. Nice. And so then is there an email? Is there an art to the email sequence follow up with the lead? Or is there somebody calling on the phone since you're getting name and email address? Um, yeah, I just did. I did it after the fact for them. I just created a, just a, like an active campaign sequence. And it was just like, you know, we, we can't get you your full quote until we get the rest of these questions answered. And it was the what we call the second survey. They just click that all their information from the first one is put into the second one, then you just keep answering. Like that's when you get into the specifics of the job. So you know all the stuff that they want done and really like he never had to get on the like he said if i got on the phone it was because i was selling somebody like not mm. selling but like closing them basically because they didn't they already had the quote like you didn't even have to talk to them uh, to get them a quote so it was a pretty slick process he's still using it today so awesome that's really awesome well any other bragworthy campaigns that you're willing to share the um, yeah on? i mean I, I always have like lead gen campaigns going for um, the majority of my affiliate businesses, but it's still like almost every single one right now for me is they all have some kind of a survey aspect to it like that. Because like you said, once they have that like micro commitment, they feel like they can't leave without finishing it. So I've just found that that's, that strategy alone is just, you know, way better than anything else I've ever done in media buying. Well, cool. Um, and what kind of offers are you, do you pair them with? How do you pick your offers in, in your affiliate? The majority of them are um, just info products. So eBooks and stuff like that. But that's kind of how I lead um, to get somebody on is, you know, it's got to be a problem, challenge or desire, one of those three things. And the email sequence just sells the, you know, the solution or, you know, whatever it is for that challenge. But I tend to get into niches where I can eventually be the person selling them the product. So I'll start as an affiliate, but then end up creating my own info products to, uh, cause you just end up finding that 
people still have questions and there just isn't a good enough product out there for them. So that's why I like info products because I could like, I don't have to create it myself and just pay somebody to, to research and write it also. I love info products myself. Uh, yeah. This is my niche to be in as well. And you're right. Um, I love that you're doing a little bit of testing with this affiliate place and then building the list and then, you know, kind of proving out that funnel working and then going in and creating your own info product. I think that's super smart as well. So um, if people want to reach out, if they want to connect with you, if um, they have questions, maybe they just want a consultation. I know you said you work more on your own stuff than other people's stuff, but what's the best way for people to reach out and chat with you about anything that we've talked about today? Sure. Yeah. Um, like for social media, Facebook's really the only thing I do. So I'm on Facebook. Yeah. For, for, feel free to, you know, add me as a friend or whatever. My website's probably the, the, the only other way to, to get a hold of me. So DustinMcGrody.com. Awesome. And we'll put the links to your Facebook and to your website. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be uh, probably below the video. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can check out the show notes for this episode. So Dustin, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate the conversation. It was really insightful. I feel like I learned a new strategy to try. Yeah. No, no thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And everyone that's listening, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. If you have a moment, we'd love if you'd rate the show, give us a review, and of course, subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And uh, we'll be back next time with another top media buyer. Thanks so much.